Okay, here we go. So we are continuing with Mafside Hazrizus, and we discussed last time in Perik Tess the different Mafside Hazrizus that there are. So we spoke out three um, internal challenges that people have, that people have uh, to Zrizus, um, which are the person's desire for physical rest, person's desire for emotional tranquility, <coughs> and the person's desire for physical pleasure, indulgence. Those are the three internal challenges to Zrizus. And then, last, now we're discussing and going to go into much more now, is the fourth one, which is a person's fear of what the time will, will bring, what potentially might happen. So, so the one that we're talking about right now is exactly this. Yira. Fear of fear, we, we were discussing last time, people being so afraid, uh, some people perhaps overly so, um, being afraid of um, what might happen with corona or other, and therefore the, you know, that kind of becomes debilitating in a person's ability to serve Hashem. So, that's, um, so I think we got up to. Um, he saw that he was afraid. So he said to him, You are a sinner. You must be a sinner. Right? And we spoke about that, 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 that he brings a Pasuk, uh, that sinners will be afraid in Sion. Gemara there says, right, that, that um, because the a uh, person who is afraid for no reason, he's walking around, he's afraid, means he's thinking that, that Hashem is out to get him, right? Hashem is not out to get you, um, unless a person is a sinner, in which case he feels that, you know, for, for whatever reason, he needs to be punished. So wh- why are you walking around afraid? Do you believe in some evil deity, right? Like, is it uh, the evil gods of Olympus are like going to play a prank on you why are you so so stressed out rather what should a person do trust in Hashem do good that person should have emuna should have bitachon trust in Hashem that things are going to be okay can you actually see where we are? Can I help you? Oh, well, no wonder you're trying to find it. There's like almost no Masul Sharm here. It's like all commentary and comment. Three layers of commentary over here. What do you need me for? Well, we're close to there. I know we're somewhere in that area. Yeah. Here we just we just got up to there. Okay, so and we said last time that that the Gemara there and it's important to note, right? That the Gemara there does say that the, his Talmud answered back to his Rebbe 
that uh, what do you mean? But the, but the pasuk says, Ashrei ish mefachet tamid. Isn't doesn't it say that happy is the man who is constantly in a state of concern? So so the Gemara answers no. That that's ju- that's just for Talmud Torah. That, 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 that's just for that's just for I don't know Torah, I think says that's that's for Torah, that's for Torah. And we spoke out last time that Tzmachlekes we showed them how to learn how to learn over there. Either it means specifically your your Talmud Torah, your learning, right? So remembering your learning, since that's something that's very likely to be forgotten, and this is going to tie in very much into what we're talking about coming up. Which the Ramchal is going to be telling, telling us the principle of knowing when the person should be afraid and when the person shouldn't be afraid has to do with what's called Hezekah Matsui. Is it like, is it commonly found that there is a damage or danger in, in this situation? Yeah? So, so in learning, Maral explains that in learning, it's extremely likely that you're going to forget your learning. In fact, we're, we're basically guaranteed of it. Unless a person is doing review, he will forget his learning. So then, of course, you should be concerned all the time because it's like it's like a, a person who's in an uh, openly dangerous situation, right? There's bullets flying everywhere. Unless you're going to be wearing a helmet and going really carefully and ducking, and, uh, the, the, the person's not going to uh, make it, right? So too, with our learning, a person has to be very concerned. So too... Other mephorshim um, explain means uh, means not just Torah learning of Torah, but all aspects of Torah. It means all aspects of avodas Hashem. A person should be concerned. Why? Because you might lose your mitzvah. You might lose your opportunity to do a mitzvah or something. Right? As we said, why there's there's also harbe harbe manios mikan. What did uh, Ben Yehoyado say to David? Right from from here to to the stream where he's meant to coordinate Shlomo Melech. There's a there are many there are many possibilities for something to go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, Harbe Kategorin Yaandu Mikan Vead Gihon. Many, uh, Kategorin, many prosecutors, many prosecuting angels will, this is in the beginning of Paragzine, will stand up from here until we get to our final destination. So it means there's constant challenges being thrown in front of a person to be able to do a mitzvah. So then you should be care then you should be then you should be afraid because you're concerned you're gonna lose your mitzvah. Okay? That's because these categories are, are trying to stop you. Right. right. That's true. But the point is then you should be you know, taking extra precautions, and what if I don't manage? You know, what if I'm trying to do this mitzvah, but then 
you know, it ends up that I don't have enough money in my bank account or my car gets a flat tire, like, what am I going to do? You know, like, then taking these extra precautions is good because it's showing, you know, so to speak, how much you want to do the mitzvah, right? But otherwise, why should you think that, 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 that again, that Hashem is out to get a person unless he is indeed, for some reason, deserving of... of of something bad happening. Now, not to say that something bad can never happen to a person, right? Of course it could. But it's not something that we go around assuming for no reason. Okay? And we're going to talk about it more at length coming up. Okay. So, and again, and rather, the alternative is what? You trust in Hashem. You do good. And, uh, and everything will be alright. Because it's Hashem. Okay. Now, so a little bit, he's going to make a, a, a summary over here, Kalal Shaldover. Um, so we're going to go run through the three things that we spoke out, our internal obstacles to Zrizus, and the following, the, the followed by the fourth one, the external obstacle. So three internal obstacles again. Number one, Tzarek, so I'll let you guys speak, speak these out. So first one is, Tzarek Sheyasim Adam Es Atzmo Arai Ba'olam. So, what's a natural inclination? A person wants to be solid here. Everything, everything is solid. Everything established. Everything is set up. I mean, people I speak with. Yeah, you know, I, I want to do mitzvahs. I want to learn. I just need for be like all worked out here. You know, my job all worked out. My family, my kids. You know, health, like everything has to be perfectly set up and then, then I'll serve Hashem. Right? <laughs> guess when guess when that's gonna happen. Right? So the, the no, it's the other way around. Is you serve Hashem and the other things, however they are, they, they, they however they are, they are so that's and again, it means a person wants everything should be set up in this world, that's from the perspective of being of, of, of being uh, w- w- what a person is looking for is to be you know, the Yitzhahara wants for us to be Kva in this world Kva means that I have everything I have everything I need everything set up everything good so that's to a certain extent the without without tirchas without difficulties without 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 obstacles yeah that's that's how that's so a person shouldn't do that. A person should say, listen, whatever, like we spoke about before with soldiers, if you get to sleep now, good. If you can't sleep now, so you'll sleep later. You'll find a time to sleep, whatever it is, right? So people with uh, newborn babies know what that's like. Right? Or sometimes, or sometimes two-year-olds. <laughs> Next. Yisratzavi stopping bukol in olama. Uh, you should be happy with whatever types of things you get in this world. Whatever comes to your hand. It's a little bit of a... He's saying he seems to be initially making a little bit of a pun on the Pasuk. Obviously we'll speak out that that's not actually a pun. Uh, it says about Yaakov Inu that he took from that which had come to his hand and he sent it to Esau as a, as a, as a mincha, as a attempted bribe to get Esau to... Um, you know, Relent in his revenge seeking, right? But the Pasuk specifically describes the monetary possessions that Yaakov had with him 
as being habobuyado, that which came into his hand. Means here's what he has. Well, people people have a confused notion of mis- of, of someone who is mistopic with what he has, someone who is happy with his lot, right? So people think, okay, so what? It means you shouldn't work, you shouldn't try to get more. No, it doesn't mean that. But it means you you do exert, you make effort, but the, but the, but the but you don't drive yourself crazy with it, right? Meaning what you what you have, that's what you're supposed to have. If you were meant to have more, you'd have more. Now, not, not to say that you can't do shtadlus, etc., to get more, but what you have right now, that's what you need. Yeah? And so, so he's saying, person has, let's say, not, now we're switching over to food, let's say, food, clothes, whatever it is, right? So if that's what you have, then that's what you have. And be happy with it. Yisratze v'yistapik. Ritsui means to be happy with, Yisratze means to be sufficient for you. For that which is misdamin low, that which that which comes to your hand, that which that, you know, there's certain things that come naturally, that come easily. Other things you have to you know kill yourself for, right? That's you, you can't be serving Hashem if you're going crazy, like we said before, with the food, right? I have to have the perfect sandwich, I have to have the perfect dinner, etc. It can't be from yesterday. It can't be, well, you know. If I, but if I microwave it, it'll, it'll be stale. It'll be, it'll, you know, it won't be, it won't be the same. That, that, so now this is in Tivus, right? So the first one was in was an emotional turmoil. If a person expects that the Olam is my place, and everything should be working out well. So I'm bothered when things are not working out well. But, the, but there's no, no expectation like that. There's no expectation that that I should uh, have tranquility, uh, emotional you know, uh, calmness, etc. So, so that because I'm in this world, it's a gym. I'm working out, right? So then, 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 person's not looking for emotional tranquility. Next is not to be looking for physical taiva, right? For that delicious dinner, for that, for that, uh, you know, roast, for that, uh, you know, all, all those things that are part. Now, again, if you get it, enjoy it. Why not? Right? Hashem sent you uh, to. Uh, you get you get uh, invited for, for for a nice suda, whatever you you, you you have it. That's fine, but again, but if a person is looking for it, if a person needs it, then then it becomes a problem. And finally, what was the third thing that internally inside of each person was preventing him from zrizus? Remember the three things that we spoke out. Taiva, we just spoke about before that emotional tranquility, right? Lazy, the, the 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 desire to not physically toil, to not physically get tired, right? So that's why. So the last thing here is distance yourself from rest, and rather bring yourself close to work and toil, right? So you get into it. You get into Pushing yourself, working hard. That's why a little bit of physical exercise is, is good for a person also. Uh, kind of you know, train your body to not be lazy, right? To push yourself a little bit. To, to, uh, it's, it's hard. Hard is good. That is, those are the three. So again, so here we're talking about the three things that a person needs to do in the positive sense to stay away from those three 
mafsidim that, that damage your personal zavonda. And then finally is, the last one we have is the fear, fear of the unknown, fear of the what if. So yeah, that, he says, via nachon, libo, his heart should be solidly established, batuah ba'ashem, trusting in Hashem, v'loyira mitoldos hazman upagav, and not be afraid of what will the time will bring and its potential damages, its potential um, encounters. Yeah, so that's uh, that. Those those are the that's a summary of what we've done so far. Now, Shema Toimer. Now, okay. So, th- th- I think the reason why you know it's, it's a little bit strange actually in the order of the Mesilus Sharm If you look at it, <coughs> he just brought up Yira being afraid of what the what ifs. Then he went back. And he summarized all four mafsidim. The three internal ones and the one external one. Right, being afraid. And now he's going to go into a long discussion, after having summarized them, he's going to go into a long discussion about the, about the one of being afraid of something bad, of some damage, of something, uh, some harm befalling a person. Mm-hmm. So the question would be, wait a second, so why didn't you discuss that in the previous paragraph before the Kloosh Dover? Mm-hmm. Right, we're about to start discussing Yira, being afraid. Very extensively, right? So why did you summarize them? Kind of a break in between. So I think the point is like this. First, he told you that this is a mafsid. It's a damager to your zrizus. And rather, here's what you should do. Trust in Hashem and, and uh, don't be afraid. That's it. That's, now he's going to address... That's why he summarized it, because, like, so to speak, you could end it here if you just take his word for it. Now he's going to address all the people that are going to come with claims. What do you mean? But, but, uh, and that's what he's about to say right now. What do you mean? But you're supposed to guard your health. You're supposed to take care of yourself, uh, right? Uh, from, from even from the cold weather, because I'll say you have to make sure to, to 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 dress well, so as to not get uh, a draft, a chill. Etc. You could you could get sick from that. Um, so that's what he's that's what he's going to address right now. The the uh, the you know the claim. So he he says Shema Toimar Harei Matzinu Shechibu Hachamim B'Kol Makom. What do you mean? We found it in many places, all over the place. Hashem, uh, the, the sages are very much um, they, 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 they obligate people um, to guard to guard oneself and in fact it should be a full guarding you're not allowed to just do like a half hazard thing you have to you have to be very careful with one's health in fact, if you remember, this was really kind of the place from where the Ramchal used the springboard. I think we spoke about that here. Was that I think it also here that uh, everything in this world can be a, can be a mitzvah if it's if it's done in order to facilitate us to con- in our continued avodas Hashem, right? So. Um, the main one is guarding one's health, right? If, if you don't guard your health, which 
might require some money, might require some time, some effort, right, to guard one's health. But if a person doesn't do that, then he's not going to be around, he's not gonna, certainly not going to be healthy, and is not going to be able to continue in his, in his uh, divine service. So now, so this person was saying, wait a second, so you see how important it is. Not allowed to enter yourself into Sakana. Even for a very righteous person, still, the sages say, cold breezes, right, is not something up to Hashem, it's something that's up to us. And the point is because it's not something that we're, it's not something that we're being exposed to, it's something that we're exposing ourselves to. Right? The other people can will put on a jacket or whatever, other people inside. It's not something that's happening to us, it's something kind of that we're doing to ourselves by, by being in a cold environment. And the Pasuk says, You should guard your soul very, very much. Now, the truth is, it's interesting, um, this Pasuk is a little bit tricky because the Pasuk is not actually talking about physical guarding. It's talking about not to forget the Torah that we heard at Har Sinai, because otherwise, you know, um, there's a very, very huge uh, spiritual damage that we're going to suffer by forgetting that. Right? So on, on that, the Apostle says, You should guard your soul very much. Right? But the, the Mephorshim do learn out that just like you have to guard your spiritual well-being... So too, you have to guard your physical well-being. Okay. So, Harei she'ein lehachlit habitachon azeh al kolpon. So you see that bitachon is not a black and white thing. No problem. I just have bitachon, and I'll take care of everything. And also, Chazal say over there, "Vafilu the var mitzvah." So the, the Gemara talks about. Um, Avram Avinu only left early in the morning to go circumcise Yitzhak. Right? It was a three-day journey to Haramoria for the for the Akedis Yitzhak. Why did he wait until the morning? Why did he leave? Why did he leave in the middle of the night? Yeah, aye, but he's doing a mitzvah and shluche mitzvah, right? Loyura, someone who's a messenger of a mitzvah, someone who's in the midst of doing a mitzvah, they have they have a protection, they have a divine protection. You're the messenger of Hashem, and says even that that's only means to say in a normal situation where sometimes everybody has something bad happen to them. If you're going as a messenger of Hashem, you can have a protection from that. But uh, but in a situation where where Hazekimotsu is a dangerous situation to go traveling at night on the roads in the middle you know, in the wilderness, that's exposing yourself to a to a, to a real danger that Avram Avinu didn't do, even though he was going, to, he was, had a clear prophetic instructions to go sacrifice Yitzchak, and still he didn't do that, right? So, so even Shluchim Mitzvah shouldn't do that. So the point, so the Ramchal says, yeah, it's true, it's true what you're saying, but you should know that there's fear and there's fear. There's two different types of fear. There's fear that's appropriate, and there's fear of this foolishness. There is true bitachon, true trust in Hashem, and there's silliness. 
right? So obviously, when it's a situation that a person should be afraid, a real genuine situation where a person should be afraid, then uh, it would be silliness to say, I'm going to trust in Hashem. Because Hashem doesn't want you to trust in Him. He wants you to take care of yourself. So He commanded us. If it's not really a genuine fear, it's just a maybe, maybe, right? So then you can have but you can have bitach and Hashem. You can trust in Hashem that He'll that He'll take care of you. Means um, so now, why is it that we believe that a person is supposed to take care of themselves? Answer is Hashem gave you seichel. He gave you the ability to protect yourself. He gave you the intellect to know what's bad, what's good. So you're supposed to use that. And you know, while we're on it, we should mention that it's mamish and avera. The fact that the Haredi communities suffered so many more deaths from Corona than the Nan, it's it's a terrible thing. Besides the Chil Hashem that are created in the world, that people think that from Jews are idiots and don't value life. But indeed, it's true. It's completely inappropriate, the level of disregard for human life and, and health that, that, that was displayed in some communities. Um, and it's a violation of, of what it says over here. And in fact, we continue, we'll see that, so, so again, it's, it's a defiance of basic intellect that a person put into man to guard his own health. The Nachona, and he gave him good reasoning. So the Hag Atzmo Al Derech Tov. I skipped the drop. The Yishamer Minadvarim Hamazikin. Person should therefore a person since a person has intellect, he's able to guard himself from from dangerous situations. Asher Nivro La Anosh Why why is there evil at all exist? Why is there bad things out there? Why is there all these things. The point is, they are meant to be used as a as a punishment for people that need to be punished for certain certain things. But other people who are not meant to punish get punished. So we're going to see that so you're supposed to use basic intellect to get around those things. Other people are meant to get punished will fall into it anyway. Yeah. But otherwise, a person is supposed to protect himself. As, as we're going to see. In the quote of in Shlomo in Mishlei, that if you're not careful and you don't watch out, so you're going to get damaged by that same thing, even though it wasn't meant for you. But there's a there's a negative power that was put into the world to, uh, to, to the, 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 that is a damager, and we were imbued with basic intellect to, to keep away from it. If you do that, then nothing that's not meant to happen is going to happen. Only things that are meant to happen will happen, if you use intellect. If you disregard your intellect, then even if it wasn't meant to happen, it will happen. Yafkir Atzmo. This person is not willing to operate with wisdom, and rather 
he exposed himself to danger. This is foolishness. It's not bitachon. And, and he's doing an avera in what he's doing. And therefore, says the Ramchal, not only, I'm going to skip a little bit, not only is it, there's a danger out there, so he might get hurt just because of the danger. But in addition to that, is now he's doing an avera. So now he's kind of, sh- should be punished. Right? Averas get punished. Right? So this person, by being careless with his own health and exposing himself, to these dangers, so besides the natural hazard, there's also an added damage that he's going to get, added likelihood that he's going to get damaged because of the punishment. So maybe people want to know why is it that the levels are so high of religious Jews who suffered from corona, who died or whatever. And I'm not talking about every particular individual, but maybe the community in general, besides the natural danger, but there could also be a certain divine anger. May Hashem gave us intellect to guard ourselves. He commanded us to guard ourselves. And we disregard that and conduct ourselves wantonly in relation to such an important thing. So then that says the Ramchal, is, can be found to be deserving of punishment. But the punishment of that very same thing, meaning so then, then this thing may actually happen to the person or to the community. V'ulam, hashmir azos, v'zos hayira, ha-meyusedes al hanhagas ha-chokma v'ha-seichel, hi ha-ru'uya this, what, what, what are we talking about? We're talking about an appropriate level of fear and, and caution, which by Shlomo, uh, by Shlomo said, Arum Ra'a, a clever man saw Ra, evil, Arum Ra'a, Ra, a clever man um, saw evil, the mister, and hides himself. Upesoyim Avru, Veneenoshu, and gullible people, silly people, they go pass along that road anyway, and they're punished. And the goal on here says that even though there's no decree against them, right? If there's a if there's a lion standing on the road on the road devouring people, so a smart person sees that, so he quickly makes a U-turn and starts heading the other way. But the people that are not paying attention, they're going to walk into there. They're going to get mauled also. Yeah. That is all the intelligent fear. That's all what we're supposed to do to be guarding ourselves. But there's another fear, which is a fear of foolishness. And that's when you add precaution on top of precaution, fear on top of fear, to the point that it causes a bittle of Torah and avoda. Right? So, so it, it means... Once a person has taken care of basic concern, that means that the seichel now says, "Okay, this is enough." No, you know what? I want to go the extra mile. But by the way, what that means is, I'm going to lose out on mitzvahs. I'm going to lose out on Torah. I'm going to, but I want to ensure that nothing will happen to me. So if you think about that, right? 
That itself, that concept, I want to insure. What do you mean you want to insure? You can't insure anything. Right. So, you, so number one, you're not trusting that Hashem is going to take care of you. Because again, once we get out of the danger area, the rest of it is bitachon. Then we go back to bitachon. Right, so this person is not doing that. And on top of that, he's allowing for his avodos Hashem to suffer. Right? Which is exactly the opposite. The whole point of the Shmir Saguf is to facilitate the avodos Hashem. Right? And this person is going the extra, extra mile. So I guess it wouldn't be so bad if he was going the extra, extra mile. He would be maybe lacking in Bitochen. But if if, if, it was, if it was not causing a bitl of Torah and mitzvahs. So it, would, it, would, it wouldn't be good because it, it would be a, a, a lack of bitochen, a lack in trust in Hashem. Behaving like a chota, like a sinner, right? That he's expecting to be attacked, ambushed, right? But now, not only that, but he's allowing for it to to negatively impact his avodah Hashem. Okay? So... So the principle that he says over here, and we're going to have three Maimari Chazal, and Yosef, as always, is going to tell us why we need three Maimari Chazal. So the principle is, right, Vaklal. You see where we are? Vaklal. New paragraph. Yes, you guys? Okay. Vaklal. Havchin. Ben years. So how can I tell the difference which one's which? Who? This is the distinction the sages made. In situations where it is commonly found damage to a person, that's different. Then already you can't you can't just say, "Listen, I'm a shliach mitzvah. I'm going to be okay." Okay, that's the golden standard. A situation where da- where damage is found, which means common, vunoda, and it is known that is there. Yesh lishomer. Then a person has to be careful and guard himself. But if it's not known, it's just a maybe. Then a person does not need to be afraid and should not be afraid. And a similar thing they say, and I'm going to read all three of Mamar Chazal so that Yosef can tell me what we need all three of them for. So Chazal also say, Now this is a principle in Hulun and Kashas, right? That if an animal, you shot an animal, right? Did a good shita. Now there are, there's a concept called a trafer. Maybe the animal ha- was going to die within the year. There's, for example, it has a hole in its heart. Right? So it's going to die within the year. So it's not a kosher animal to eat. Yeah? So you shechter an animal. So, so how do you know if it's kosher to eat or not? You did a beautiful shechita, but maybe it's a trefa. So, so maybe you'll say, okay, so check the heart. Okay, but maybe 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 he's got a hole in his kidneys, liver. Who knows? What, there's there's almost, you know there's lots of different ways that an animal could be. So what am I supposed to? Um, certain certain traits are actually impossible to check for. 
The Gemara talks about what, for example, having a hole in the membrane of the of the skull or the spinal cord, right? Are um, that's also trefa. But there are certain situations where, we, where before we can, you know, cut up the animal and all that, we have to give a piece to a coin, let's say, right? We have to cut off a part. So by the time you cut it off, maybe there's a hole in that membrane right there in that spot, and you cut through it. Right? Maybe the very, maybe the very trachea, and the sophic is that you cut to shaft the animal. Maybe it has a hole right there, and it's going to die within the year because having a hole in the esophagus, even a tiny little hole, makes it into a trefa. So maybe you, maybe you cut right through that hole, so you'll never find it, but it was really a trefa. Answer is, Reusa do lo chazin lo machzakinan. A, Reusa means a breakage, a damage that the animal would have that we didn't see, we don't assume it. Why should I assume it had that? Right? Based on what should I make such assumptions? If I know there's something wrong, okay, so then I have to investigate. But without that, I can assume that it's, all, it's okay. Yeah? Another halakhic principle. Oh, yes, with the Romans. Yeah. And the, and the, it was very obvious. It was either on the eyelid or or on the lip. They saw it. That, that was the whole point. They did see it. They say well, they weren't sure, you know, what to do. Well, except that they and I mean, if you know that, if you know that it's going to cause the Caesar to get furious and send an army against you, then. But is that irrational? That's, that's that's rational fear, though, right? That is a rational fear. Right, so they should have accepted the animal and brought it anyway as a sacrifice, even though it was a trade Right. Yeah. In fact, about that it says, they should have been scared, they should have been concerned and realized they're endangering themselves and the whole country by not doing that. Yeah. Um, it says that uh, Hashem blinded the sages so that, the, unfortunately, the, oh, really? that the Jewish people should receive the punishment that they were meant to receive. Okay, so next halakha principle. This is a, a concept the, the, the Gemara talks about, you know, a judge judging a case, right? So, so well, what if, what if there's evidence out there that he, that he doesn't know, right? So that, well, he, he judged incorrect. Listen. A judge is only expected to judge based on the information presented to him. What if? What if there's secret witnesses? What if there's people? That, you know, what if there's a smoking gun? Okay, anything is possible, but but we have to live life according to the, that which our eyes see. So again, this concept that you judge based on what you know, you don't judge based on what ifs, on maybes. Yeah. Okay. So, those are the three Mamari Chazal. Yosef, um, why do I need three Mamari Chazal to kind of tell me the same point? All unique individual categories laziness. <laughs> Remember, we're talking about fear over here. We're talking about fear specifically, right? And we're talking about, so the first one is talking explicitly about fear of encountering damage on the road, Right? 
they, they don't connect all to each other internal, right? No. This is all the fear one. This is a c- concern of, of damage. Yeah. So the first one is Heichen Bishkicha Hazeik Ashain. If there's common danger out there, there's real danger out there, that is different, right? Now, that one is talking about the person is afraid to, whatever it is, go to Minion because he's afraid he's not going to find a, you know, a parking spot when he goes back. Right? Just joking, just joking. Trust Hashem, you'll find a parking spot when we're back. Okay, um, so... Uh, that's that one. But if you look at the next two, the next two are not talking actually, the actual Maimar Chazal is talking about a person who is afraid of something bad happening to him. One is talking about um, determining the the kashras or the lack thereof of an animal, right? Is it a trafe or not? The next one is talking about judges making decisions in a court case. Right? So, So these are not actually talking about specifically our case, this is the Ramchal borrowing concepts from elsewhere in Shas and importing them to over here. Right? So first question that we have to ask ourselves is, if I already have a Chazal, I already have a Gemorim Psachim that says about danger, about, doing, about go, going to do mitzvah in a dangerous situation, how do I know, should I go, should I not go? So it says, Heike Dishkicha Hezeika Shine. If it's common, then it's different. If it's not found, then you go. If it's commonly found, then you don't go. If the danger, if the damage is common, then you don't do the mitzvah. You don't go. Right? Protect yourself. If it's not common, then you do go. So once we have that, why would we want to bring in two principles from other places of kashras and of, of judges to over here? What do you want to ask? Because otherwise, the question about Corona, if we know that the other side of the time is the healthier side, it should not really affect you. Then, all the mutual that's being done should be negative. So, you're saying it's a situation of Ein Chazeka Motsui. It's not called found. Yeah. Okay, so this is now where. So, this exactly. So, now. Once a person brings up that type of argument, that's the point. Chazal didn't give us enough information over there. What's called Hezekimotsu? What's called commonly found? What's not? Yeah? So, so he brings in two more principles, a uh, principle that we find in other sugis. One is, Reis Abdullah Chazin I mean, if I have no reason to believe anything is happening, if I have no reason to believe this is dangerous, then you can always say a what if. But that's not like a... That, that's not something that I have to be concerned with. That's one. And the other one is, I, I can only deal with what I see. If it's, if it's not something that I have any information about, what if there's a mysterious disease, something that is a... What if there's a serial killer in the streets, and, you know, the, out to get people? The, yeah? You can't, you can't be worried for such things. So now, what ha- so now it's a little bit complicated. What happens in a in in a in an epidemic where, where there's a disease going around, right? So you know there's a disease going around. Now, 
most epidemics, with the exception of the bubonic plague, which like wiped out a third of Europe, right? Most epidemics don't kill like everybody, right? In fact, they only ever kill like a really small percentage of the population. So for that, we have to rely on on the poll scheme, Magen Avram, Rabbi Kiva They say that even if it even if it kills one in a thousand. Uh, you have to you have to protect yourself. Yeah. Now, it, it could be Corona's not even killing one in a thousand. Depending how you, how you count it, you're talking about people who get infected, one in a thousand, or in general, one in a thousand. You use your own age category or not. Uh, I, I think that probably for a young person, it's probably not called that it's, that it's going to be a danger. But here it's a little bit different because here it's an entire population that's involved. Right? I mean, it's not simply taking care of your own health. It's taking care of the health of the people you're going to spread it to and everybody else is going to get it. Right? And there certainly are population groups which, for whom, at least in the beginning when the thing broke out, right, the mortality rate was like 20%. You know? That's... That's... Um, that's a very significant. Um, so, so the point is, so he's showing us from multiple other places, and I think the reason why he wants multiple places and not one place in Shas, other places, is because, so you see that it's a principle. It's a principle of, I have to see it. I have to know that it's a real, concrete danger. It's not just a hypothetical. I have to either raise, and notice in both of them, it's the same language. Reusa dolo chazinen. Chazinen is Aramaic for liro, to see. Right? Chazin means to see. So reusa dolo chazinen lo magzakin. If I don't see it, I mean, if I don't know that it's there, if I don't know that such a thing exists, just a theoretical, is not an, that, that's not that's not called a reason for concern. And the same thing over here. Ein lechocham elamashe ein avroos. What is I see? Right? So it means. I have to see it. That's what the Ramchal is going to stress over here. Who atzmo inyan haposuk And this is actually explicitly written in the pasuk. Says the Ramchal. Look at this. I'm showing you the vis- specifically that that, that what, what he's bringing us from Reis of the Lomachzekinen and in Lachokam Elamashein of Rose is specifically the Reia. Re'iyah means I know for fa- Re'iyah means factual knowledge. Shmi'a, I heard I heard there's a thing out there. I heard there's a the Bermuda Triangle. You know, I, I heard I heard that there's the Loch Ness sea monsters. A lot of things people hear about, right? But seeing means uh, again certain things you can't see, like a, like a like a uh, contagious disease or something. You may not see it, right? But but the point is that you know you know for a fact that it's there. That's what it means to see. He says that this is literally written in the Pasuk itself. The Pasuk says, right, Arum Ra'a Ra. The clever man, he sees the evil and he hides himself. And the Pesoyim, they keep on going and, 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 and they're punished. So he's saying, if you look at that Pasuk, the Pasuk itself tells you what the criteria has to be. It has to be concrete evidence that there's such a thing. It has to be concrete evidence that what you're doing is dangerous. What if, what if, you know, what if that, that's not, that, that's, that's not, that's not uh, a, 
concern. So then, with something like skydiving, where objectively it's dangerous, but yet statistically... So what do you mean objectively it's dangerous? Jumping out of a plane, that's very dangerous. But yet, statistically, it's probably a low chance that a person would die by doing it. It's much safer than driving your car in the street. Is it? Yeah, so, so that, 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 that's the uh, meaning... How frequently do people skydive? I mean, driving your car in the street, you know, I mean, people drive their car, if you count every trip, right, that's thousands and thousands of times. So I'm saying where skydiving, you know, skydiving is a much less frequent activity. So I don't know if, I mean, do you want to say going skydiving once is safer than driving your car for the duration of a year or, or five years, I hear, but... No, I'm saying, let's say, out of all the skydives that happen in a year, versus all the times that you drive in a year, it's probably pretty similar number of problems. And you tell me if you take all the skydiving in the world, all together, which probably all of them together add up to the number of times that I've driven in my life, and I'm Baruch Hashem safe, so you tell me there's not been a single... There's not been a single person that died in a skydiving accident? Oh, that's that's very dangerous. Yeah, a lot of people have died in airplanes. You hear all the time about people dying in airplanes. Again, it's way less likely that you are going to die in that than in the car accident because you drive a lot more than you do fly. But not that one flight is safer than one drive. Right? I mean, how many recently, you know, this airplane from Ukraine, you know, got shot down by the Iranians, you know, some time ago, and like another one crashed in Africa, you know, like these are entire airplanes, and like. Yeah. So, so uh, again, yeah, but but again, but but nonetheless, I don't think that these activities enter into into right uh, that I see it as a danger. Right, it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's a fairly safe activity. It's just even skydiving, I think, is a fairly safe activity. Um, it's not something the person has to stay away from. A different question is we can discuss. You know, should we be doing those things? When, you know, going skydiving is that, is that why are you going skydiving? You know, is that is that hashkaf? You know, is that like what? Maybe maybe a person is trying to get a rush in life. Like a drug rush, you know, like to feel alive, to feel excited. Maybe there's some other places where we should be finding that, right? But um, yeah, I don't think it's like a actual like iser of exposing oneself to danger. But uh, anyway, so 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 the point is that it has to be real. It has to be a concrete, bona fide danger, right? Not just something theoretically, maybe this will happen. Maybe this will happen. Maybe there's a lion. Maybe there's a lion over there. I mean, uh, what makes you think there's a lion? You saw a lion? Is there, right? You, so, don't don't assume there's a lion unless you have reason to believe. Even though sometimes there were, there did used to be lions. Not like, but for us now it's like crazy. We mean a lion, like a lion. Is, but there did used to be. I mean, you know, Shimshon was walking along. Shimshon Hagibor and Shoftim, right? He's walking along, 
a rolled and he was attacked by a lion. Right? So it's not like impossible, but okay, but uh, if you have no reason to believe that that's what's going to happen, so then you go ahead and do it anyway. You go and serve Hashem. Okay? I'm sorry? Unfiltered drinking water. Unfiltered drinking water? I spoke about that? The what? The people think is dangerous? Right, the people won't drink it because of the elements that are inside of it. Uh, well, I mean, it does depend where you live. In, in, in the New York area, you must use filter, filters on your drinking water. Yes, because since New York has such good water, so they don't filter their water. They have very good water, so they don't filter their water. The problem is that they have little tiny um, bugs that live in the water. So for the non-Jews, it's not a problem. They get they get extra protein in in in, in their diet, right? But for us, it's a it's a major problem. Uh, you're actually drinking little bugs. What? Here it's okay because we have we have we have filtration in in the water. Right? So you can just drink tap water. Oh, so now there's a different. So now you have to know. So so the city did recently sent out test kits to people's houses. Um, I got one. Right? Please fill up your water, send it back to us, etc. And by the way, here in the meantime, here is a water filter. So when the government starts sending you water filters. <laughs> That 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 did concern me a little bit. Like, why are you sending me water filters? <laughs> well, I said we still we still we still do we, we still use uh, we still do drink from from the tap as well, but uh, we don't drink that much tap water. But um, we have to remember there's a concept of Hashem Shoimer Pesoyim Yisrael. Hashem guards the gullible ones of Israel. It means. Hashem gave us a responsibility to watch out for ourselves. Now, if it's something we don't know, for example, you know, for a long time, um, people were smoking tobacco, and like many Torah scholars, they were like, you know, chimneys sitting there, like, that they used to say, they used to say to people that it's good for your brain, it gets the blood flowing in your brain, etc., to, to smoke a cigarette, right? So, so many people were sitting in yeshiva, learning, right, and trying to, and smoking, yeah. So what? You know, so all of them died from lung cancer. Is so. So the answer is, if you don't know, yeah. So Hashem will, will, will protect you. You think it's uh, such a big miracle that how many people smoke for ninety years and and, and, and never and never get lung cancer? It happens all the time. It's not a miracle. So now that they know that it's unhealthy, okay. So then of course we have to. We, we have, we, we're not allowed to smoke, right? I mean person could have a cigarette here or there if you know but that that's not nobody's going to say that that's endangering a person's health different point it's very addictive so you might you might fall into a uh, habit and then and then smoke like a chimney and then and then yes endanger your health um, but um, the thing itself so, so now of course a person shouldn't be doing it um, but uh, but but back th- but back then as long as it's not scientifically established so it's not well known so then you don't have to drive yourself crazy again you have to remember Hashem runs the world right the point is if it's something that you know about that you see I mean, you, that you see it not see it physically but seeing means that this is it's a fact in front of us it's something that it's something that's well established it's well known you know, not like 
every every six months they come up with new guidelines. What's healthy to eat? What's not healthy to eat? Is eat eggs? Don't eat eggs? No, eat eggs. Is, uh, the, mayonnaise is the worst thing since the nuclear bomb. No, it's actually very good for you. Um, red meat is terrible. Uh, no, it's actually quite healthy, right? So th- that's just that's just uh, hot air, right? But if it's something that I mean, even like. Some things are borderline, you know. Driving yourself crazy with cholesterol or, or something else is, uh, depends. Depends on how high it is. Um, but uh, but the but the the point is that if it's something that is well established, then you're obligated to. Then you're obligated to. It's the right thing. So right now, let's say with Corona, coming back to Corona, right? It's the histadlus. The what, what, what we're expected to do is to do the, the, the basic precautions. You know, you're supposed to do wear a mask, sanitize your hands. That's it. Is it possible that a year from now, two years from now, we're going to discover that it was all literally totally wrong guidance and it didn't help anybody? Yes, possible. Right? Okay, so we're doing ishtadlus, right, in the meantime. But now what happens if a person wants to wear a mask and a face shield and another mask... On top of the face shield, and you know, hide in his basement, and uh, you know, and dive him by himself, and 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 and, and, and not attend any shul. Right. right. Wait, what are they called? What kind of suits are they? Has what? Hazmat. Right. So yeah. So that that's a problem. Right. That's a problem. That, that's uh, that's a problem. So that's mamish. Uh, that's the inyan of the yoma. Okay. Let's dive more.